It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Greetings and salutations, friends. Welcome back, old friends and new. Uh, we want to take a moment to recognize and thank all of you new subscribers. This month, I think we're up somewhere between 250 and 300 subscribers. Uh, there has been a new influx of new friends, and we love new friends here. Thank you for lending us your eyes and ears. Uh, we're happy to have you here. And to you old friends, the veterans who uh, I heard somebody mention, they have been here at Truth Seekers uh, since the Anjali original story, which was quite some time ago. Um, we uh, really covered that story. And despite what hoaxer, liar, scammers tell you, I don't host hoaxers. Uh, we are the reason why people know largely know that this Anjali person, former DIA employee and contractor specializing in information warfare, uh, truth seekers, as well as a few researchers who certainly helped a great deal uh, with this whole Anjali story, including Charlie Weiser and James A. Conrad. Uh, we really dug into her story and we busted her entire original story as completely and totally fake. So imagine my surprise when we get to play UFO whack-a-mole again. You know, they, you whack them down, they just pop back up. Usually, though, they pop back up with brand new fake stories. Since her entire original story got busted as fake. But imagine my surprise when I went to visit a friend who has a subscription of, of all things Gaia TV. <laughs> And I got to sit there and listen to Anjali tell her entire tunnel of aliens love story. Uh, well, it wasn't really a love story, but her Anjali's original story, for those that don't know, is that she met this couple in a, in a coffee house. They invited her back to their home. And there, while at the home, there was a tunnel behind the guy's house. And she went in there and met all these different alien species and had this tremendous alien contact experience. And there were these witnesses to the event because the couple was there. Uh, after a great deal of effort. Um, and by the way, that whole story, it, it reminded me of don't F with cats. If you've never, if you've ever seen that on Netflix, it was just like me, Charlie Weiser, James A. Conrad, and a bunch of people on the internet decided we were going to find her original uh, this Wayne, she called him Wayne. That wasn't his name. We were going to find him. And then we were going to ask him if this, all, all this stuff that she said really happened, or if the story was fake. And I started pouring over satellite maps, looking for any mountains in that area and people who owned, a, we had a few data points to work with. Like the guy owned a construction company he had a mountain on his property. Uh, so we went looking. I struck out. I did start calling everybody uh, that had a construction company and also owned property. We checked public records and satellite maps. And it was a tremendous effort to find this person. And of course, I want to thank uh, Charlie Weiser and James A. Conrad, who were more responsible for finding him than me. But they sort of forwarded this information along to me. And I'm, I, I called the guy right up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting to the bottom of this story. Is she telling the truth, this Anjali person, 
Or is this all a garbage peddled story? Now, imagine my surprise then after we interview the principal witness to her alien encounter event and we find out some key points of data. Uh, I think the most important data point that we found when interviewing this so-called Wayne of hers is that there was no tunnel. He had not dug a tunnel into the mountain. She claimed there was a tunnel into the mountain. They went in there, met the aliens. He talked about building a tunnel, but like he's got a mountain on the back end of his property, like in his backyard. His There was a mountain facing his backyard. So he thought he would build like a man cave in there, like literally, and the guy's in construction so he could do these things. But he mentioned it to her while she visited. There was no tunnel when she visited. He hadn't even begun any excavation or digging. So her entire original story completely and totally blown apart as fake. There was no tunnel. How are you having an alien experience inside a tunnel or going through a tunnel into an alien base inside a mountain if there's no tunnel? I originally hypothesized that this was a drug-induced event in one form or another. She talked about uh, a being called Lavi, a purple being, and ask anybody that's done DMT. Almost everybody that does DMT, ask them. They see a purple being. So my original hypothesis was she was under the influence of some kind of drug. She swore up and down. She wasn't on any drugs. She didn't take any drugs. No drugs were involved in this experience. Turns out later, she admitted that she was on some to the best of my knowledge or recollection, four different prescription medications. Uh, and this Wayne person, the person she met at the coffee shop, in his words, dosed her with some very high potency cannabis oil, Rick Simpson oil, it's called. Um, I, I, I don't know how potent it is, but one can imagine that the combination of some four different prescription medications that she was on at the time and add to that, that she was dosed with some very high potency cannabis oil. And I think we can all guess where her so-called alien tunnel experience came from. A lot of people on drugs report seeing or experiencing tunnels or hallucinate, you know, they hallucinate. They have admittedly profound experiences. I know I have, uh, especially on hallucinogens, but that's a story for another time. But it doesn't mean that she saw aliens and it doesn't mean that her story was true. Now, it's important to point out that uh, Anjali, when she first came on the scene, claimed to be a former Defense Intelligence Agency employee. I thought that was fake. I said that. I She's probably complete total fake. She probably never worked for them. In her defense... I uh, did a full background investigation, and we did find out that her original story was fake. All the alien stuff was fake, but her background uh, claimed work credentials and her claimed education, incredibly educated woman, actually, uh, was all true and correct. She did have the degree she claimed. She did work for the Defense Intelligence Agency twice both as a direct employee and then later as a, a subcontractor or contractor, which is very common. And what did Anjali specialize in? She specialized in information warfare.
So one might ask themselves, and I, and I keep saying this, but since 2016, there has been a, a right out in the open government infiltration into the world of UFOs. And it's incredible the amount of government people that are now directly involved in UFOs that are experiencers themselves. And now we've got this John Ramirez, oh boy, uh, that guy is telling all kinds of tall tales uh, with no evidence or no proof. And interestingly, John Ramirez, former CIA, comes out to bolster Anjali's stories after they've already been completely blown apart as fake, fictional, not real, not true, never happened. Nothing that she said originally ever happened. There was no tunnel. Kind of hard to have an alien experience where you go through a tunnel into an alien base when there's no tunnel on the guy's property. Now, of course, originally, she claimed that this couple would back up everything she said is 100% accurate. But we saw what happened when we got to him. He disputed almost the entirety of her story. So imagine my surprise when she does the super, she does uh, what I call the Cosmic Con Shuffle. You've heard me say that before. That's when a hoaxer uh, scammer gets caught really bad. You got to get caught really bad. Then they shuffle off, right? Do the Cosmic Con shuffle. Pretend that never happened. And usually they shuffle back in with some new fake stories about aliens or UFOs or spaceships or secret space this or reptilians. Or She didn't do that. She shuffled away and then she shuffled back in still telling the same story as if it didn't get completely and totally destroyed and busted as a 100% provably fake story already. But not only that, I got to give it to her because I've never seen this before. We're going to have to come up with a new term. I think we're just going to call it the CIA circus maneuver. Uh, since her entire story got completely and totally busted, she gets a big money deal on Gaia TV where she could go tell her completely provably fake alien stories on Gaia TV. Great. And then uh, all of a sudden, here comes a former high ranking CIA officer who ingratiates himself and infiltrates the UFO community some time ago. And he's backing up her story and claiming that she's being interviewed by the top brass at the government's UFO office. And that would be Arrow. And it turns out somebody got an on the record statement. No, she didn't. She was never interviewed by Arrow. Full stop. She was never interviewed by Arrow. It never happened. So to be very honest with you, I am just perplexed at this entire sequence of events. Remember, we have former Defense Intelligence Agency information warfare specialist suddenly comes out a few years ago and claims that she's having all these alien experiences and she's going to mount an expedition back into the alien mountain and she's going to get all the evidence and proof of the aliens. And then we find the guy who owns the mountain and he says there's no tunnel and none of that ever happened. And she was on all these drugs when she was at my house. And we go, oh, okay, well, that kind of explains it. And we think we're done, right? In a normal situation, that would be the end of the Anjali story. But not in the circus land of UFOs, because 
Anjali comes shuffling back and she brings with her a high ranking CIA officer who's telling everybody all kinds of stuff about aliens. Reptilian aliens are in the government, I think he said. <laughs> and he's here as I believe, in my opinion, sort of like a handler. He's, I guess he's her CIA handler. And he's telling everybody that I don't care what anybody says about Anjali. She's the real deal. And the government is super interested in her. And they've interviewed her. The UFO program for the United States, they interviewed her. Turns out none of that was true. Nobody interviewed her from from Arrow. Period. Full stop. Never happened. So why would a former high-ranking CIA officer be backing up the completely and totally 100% provably fake stories of an alien hoaxer who used to be an information warfare specialist for the Defense Intelligence Agency? Now, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This, I, I, I have to make a documentary. We're going to make something like my, one of my favorite documentaries is Mirage Men. We're going to make a documentary about the government and the CIA, especially, infiltration into the UFO community. Because I, for one, cannot believe what's going on. And you know what else I can't believe? I can't believe that a bunch of dummies are lining up to interview these people as if we can trust anything that they have to say. Let's start with Anjali told an incredible story of an alien tunnel and an alien mountain. And she went in this alien tunnel and she met the aliens. And okay, turns out there's no tunnel. Turns out that the principal witness to the event said, none of this ever happened. And just to remind you of some of the things that that original witness to her original story said, we're going to play a little bit of it because recently Anjali is making the rounds again. And now she's sitting on podcasts and shows talking about the alien tunnel that does not exist. And I just can't believe it that we had, let's see, we had, I think there was five people on this show that we're going to play some of it, Calling All Beings. uh, And they're hosting a former DIA information warfare specialist whose alien story got completely busted as fake and a former high-ranking CIA guy to tell us, no, no, Anjali's the real deal. And nobody out of the five people interviewing those people on that show bothered to mention that there was no tunnel. It did not exist. None of this is real. One may wonder, why is our government infiltrating the UFO community? I've said this time and time again, and I mean it. This is very important. Imagine if a bunch of CIA guys and information warfare specialists from the Defense Intelligence Agency 
and FBI people and other intelligence people, Pentagon intelligence officials or former Pentagon intelligence officials all started infiltrating a tiny subculture like cosplay. Wouldn't that be on all the news? What are all these CIA people doing here at a cosplay convention? But post-2016, this is just normal now. You can go to a UFO convention and there's all kinds of CIA people, including Gary Nolan, Travis Taylor, Lou Elizondo. Um, I'm not sure if he's appeared at them, but we've got Jim Semivan. We've got former CIA director James Woolsey integrating himself into the into the UFO community. We've got Anjali, former Defense Intelligence Agency information warfare specialist. Uh, now we've got John Ramirez, former high-ranking CIA guy. Uh, he was in charge of like the science and technology division for the whole CIA, I think. He was the directorate. He worked in the directorate for science and technology for the CIA. He also worked in a directorate of intelligence for the CIA. And as best I recall, he was a GS-15, which I'm not sure if I'm correct in this, but I'm pretty sure that's pretty high up there. Pretty high CIA guy. And I, I don't understand why all these CIA people and, and alphabet soup agencies, that's what I call it. It's the alphabet soup agencies. We've got people from the FBI. Uh, infiltrated into the UFO community, including Ben Hansen and uh, John D'Souza. We've got former Pentagon intelligence official Lou Elizondo. We've got Gary Nolan, CIA contractor, science guy. We've got Travis Taylor, who also worked for the government, infiltrated deeply into the UFO community. And we've got Jim Semivan. We've got all of those people that were involved in TTSA. And by the way, <clears throat> one of the founders and directors of TTSA was so deep in the CIA, nobody even knew he existed until 2015, I think, or 2013, maybe 2014, 2015. Until then, he was so secretive, nobody even knew he existed. And I'm sorry, but if, if, this had happened to any other subculture, like let's say comic books, doesn't have to be cosplay or Star Trek community. What if a whole bunch of government agents just started infiltrating and embedding themselves in the Star Trek community? Wouldn't that be newsworthy? And yet here we are and no one seems to care and no one seems to mind. And we've got a, an entire lineup of stupid people who can't wait to cozy up to the CIA, DIA, FBI, alphabet soup, UFO community infiltrators and interview them, get them to do their live events, be on my podcast, be on my show. It's, it's mind boggling to me. And the fact that no one seems to notice this, with few exceptions, there are a few researchers that are very, very astute. Besides me, there are at least a few people involved with the UFO community that have noticed this as well. So uh, we want to thank Richard Crawley for a kind and generous $6.99 Canadian. Thank you for your kindness, generosity, and support. We appreciate that very, very much. Uh, oh, yeah. Is Daryl Sims former government as well? 
Daryl Sims is the sheep dip wonder. That guy is bad news. I don't know that he's, we're trying to keep tonight's discussion to government or former government employees that have infiltrated themselves into the UFO community. And of course, we've got a lot of former military now because a lot of them figured out, hey, this UFO thing is very profitable. So we've got all these UFO profiteering whores jumping in from the military. We got Robert Salas, right? And we've got uh, all of these people, Ryan Graves, uh, all former government employees. I'm not that concerned with former military unless they're former military intelligence. Oh, but let's also remember we have Richard Doty, former Air Force Office of Special in Investigations officer. He's been heavily Im embedded into, into the UFO community since the 80s. And he has provably manipulated people in the UFO community with, with disinformation and fake information. In the case of Paul Benowitz, even driving that guy crazy. He literally drove a guy crazy with fake alien stories. And now Anjali is sitting on a panel on Gaia TV with Richard Doty interviewing her. And she's talking about the alien tunnel. You know, that tunnel that we proved the guy didn't even begin to dig yet when she started telling her alien stories. If all this seems crazy to you, uh, you're in the right place because I think this is crazy. And the continued alphabet soup the continued alphabet soup agency involvement in the UFO community should concern all of us. Why are there so many government employees here? Why are there so many former government employees here? Why are there so many intelligence people currently or previously conducting what can only be called UFO schemes for profit? It's a lot. It's a lot of them. And, uh, but we're going to begin tonight's presentation with Wayne. Well, that's not his name. Anjali's original witness to the event, the man who owned the property she claimed that she had her alien experiences at, was a man named Brian Paul Blackwell. Um, and he owned this big property with a mantle on the back of it. He met Anjali at a coffee shop, brings her back to his house, and, well, We'll see what he has to say. Um, I don't think we have to cite fair use if I'm playing my own show. And by the way, I apologize for even doing this. I had planned to pull some clips and just did not have time over my weekend. Uh, I'm happy to say, though, that my cabin bathroom project is going amazing and it's almost done. One more weekend and we'll be done that cabin bathroom. Thank God. Um, so this is Brian Paul Blackwell. And he owns a big property and a big construction company where Anjali claims that she went through a tunnel into an alien base, met multiple races of alien beings and more. And when you. This is what bothers me sometimes, this UFO whack-a-mole, like we busted this story quite some time ago. I mean, this original interview was uh, one year ago. So she goes away for a year and then she comes back telling the same stories about her alien tunnel and nobody that's interviewing her is saying, excuse me, wait a minute, your alien tunnel didn't exist. And Truth Seekers proved that a year ago. How can she sit there on a show being interviewed by five people? And by the way, I'm pretty sure they're aware of 
of these facts? It, are they just playing along, right? It, or is that the access issue? For those unaware, if you interview alien scammers uh, and you don't, and you push them, you know, with things like facts and evidence, you lose access. So this calling all beings show, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know what their numbers are normally like, but they got big numbers hosting Anjali, and all they had to do is have five people sit there and act stupid, act like they're so dumb they don't know that her entire original story is fake, and just let her talk. We're going to get into that, but before we do, I thought we could go over a little bit of what. Remember, this is the principal witness of her alien encounter, and he's the guy that she said dug a tunnel into the mountain. None of that is true. Water in the mountain, that's all. It, it wasn't, I, it, I never claimed there was aliens in my mountain, ever. She there said was, he did. Um, anyway. Uh, so that contradicts a lot of her story. That's, and not, and you, you did tell but, me, you did tell me off air though, that you were, um, you were, you were explaining to her that you were basically going to dig some tunnels and build, you were going to build like a wine cellar and like a man oh, yeah, yeah, there, right? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. about aliens. It was yeah, just no. about building something yeah. into the mountain. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like but you story. hadn't begun. You hadn't, you had not. And to this day, you have not begun. I haven't even, I have anything, not right? even, nope. Haven't even. So there's no, there. there's no tunnels on the mountain that you're not aware a tunnel. of? There's not a tunnel on this Is mountain. Is there any mountain. caves or anything that you're aware mm -hmm. of? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that kind of contradicts it. Where, she, where, she's claiming, where she's claiming these are, you know, are it's absolutely not. So, um, so no, no tunnels, no caves that you're aware of or no. entrances. Mm -hmm. And as someone also suggested that there could be some kind of a shed hiding an entrance into the tunnel or something. Are you aware of anything like there's, that? There's a, there's a shed in front of where I'm going to be digging. So that's what she's talking about. <laughs> and that's where, and, and, and that was just a conversation anyway. So yeah, but she how, took how, how, she, how, she how, took how, it she took it and said that you had already dug the tunnel into the mountain, that you met the aliens, that they take people and then they teleport never, them back into your house. No, I never, you never told, told her any of that. No. I I the only the conversation of me digging a hole, I mean, I didn't really take I didn't really even talk about that too much with people, you know, because I didn't really want people to know what I was doing. But I mean, of course, if you're in a helicopter, you're going to see what I'm doing or whatever, you know, um, the squirrels got great houses in the mountain. So I'm, I was kind of following the squirrels, you know, it wasn't the aliens. <laughs> no you know, aliens. So you yourself, Just you squirrels. yourself have not had an alien experience at the mountain or inside not the mountain. And you have never been teleported by the aliens no. or no. Mm -mm. none no. of that. No, it'd be cool though. It, it would be pretty cool if I. Yeah, could. and just and just to be clear, this contradicts all of Anjali's original story. In her original story, she claimed that this Wayne, whose name real name is Brian, uh, Mr. Blackwell, told her that he had met aliens inside his mountain and that there were aliens inside the mountain and the aliens come and take people in there. None of that is true. He, he completely and totally just destroys her entire original story. So why are people interviewing this woman and not bringing this information to their audience? Is it laziness? Is it ignorance? They just don't know. Everybody knows that this happened. I remember 
This was one of our biggest stories that year. In fact, it was. It was our biggest story that year. That her whole entire story came completely and totally crashing down. Then people are going to interview her and and sit there and let her LARP pretend that she her experiences are real. And I, for one, uh, strongly stand against anybody interviewing her and not pressing her on these important facts. Just, just to be clear, though, you you have a bit of an interest in UFOs and aliens, oh, right? That's aliens. why you were talking. Yeah, okay. Oh, for sure, aliens, aliens, they exist for sure. I mean, we we co- I, I believe that I believe they live here now. You know what I mean? I, there's no doubt in my mind that they live underground. You know. Um, yeah, but you uh, haven't seen them in in your mountain, no, or dug no. a tunnel to them, or no. communicated mm-hmm. with any of the aliens. No. So, no. explain for me when she was at your home because she. She tends to say basically that, you know, she kind of took a hike to the to the tunnel with you and another couple. And then you all went in the tunnel and and then this is where she meets the aliens. And none of that happened. Well, not in not in physical appearance here. I mean, if it happened in her in her experience, I mean, that's her that's her experience. I mean, I don't want to really like take that away from her if that's what she thinks happened then that's cool what a great story i'd be yeah, she did she life. described it as a physical experience she you and your wife and another couple went into the tunnel we didn't we don't remember any we don't remember any tunnel we didn't get we don't remember any part of that um so what did happen she just walked around the grounds around we, the mountain like took a hike and then that was it we, we, we all, we all went, okay. As far as the height goes, it wasn't like a hike. It was just up my driveway to the upper level of, of our, of what is cut. You follow me? Like what pads are cut, you know, like mm-hmm. where you can, where you can walk without hiking the mountain. We didn't hike. We never, we never hiked any mountain. We walked up the driveway about another, I don't know. It's another 200 or 150 feet up. And, and, uh, we just went up and I just showed her them that area. That's all. I mean, I, I and, if, and if it was to my knowledge, she wanted to see like more of the land or something, maybe. Uh, I can't even remember why we walked up there because it was unusual that I walked up there. Yeah. And by the way, Mr. Blackwell provided us with maps of his property showing that it would have been only a few minute walk from his back door to the mountain. It would have been a few hundred feet. You know, like his, he opens his back door and there's a mountain that slowly descends up right in his backyard. Uh, so even her claims, they just completely and totally fall apart on that day. So with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With, so, you know, who, so you basically know. you guys were just hanging out and you were kind of showing her your... your yeah, that's all. Your well, land, right? You have a big, you had a big chunk of land there, a nice chunk of land with the nice scenery and a mountain on it, mm-hmm. and you're just showing her the mountain and the land and things like yeah, that. Yeah, we all remember. Yeah, yeah that's all. Just casual. Could you estimate for me, like, how long was she at your home in total, and how long was she walking around the grounds? Um. Well, we let's see. We we got back from the coffee shop probably about two o'clock, two maybe three or so. Um, we weren't outside too long. We probably maybe in a couple hours, maybe before it started getting dark, maybe I, I don't even remember, you know, it was probably, it was January. So yeah, it probably got dark around four and it was cold. So we, from that point, I, I can see us coming inside by the fire. Um, thanks guys. But it's it was tomorrow. about that time though, that I think that call, it was still light when that, when, cause when, when the ambulance showed up and the sheriff showed up, it was, oh, yeah. Still, I was I was going to say just just to be clear because we're trying to get to to yeah, confirm or deny some bits of her story. We'll get to the ambulance. I have that on my list, but she claimed that you guys were all in the mountain, and then either her or you. I'm a little foggy on the story. It's been a little bit since I've reviewed it all. Either her or all of you were inside the mountain in this tunnel, and you were instantly teleported back to your home. Well, I don't, I, I didn't have, you don't that recall experience. that? <clears throat> I didn't no, have that experience. experience. We, we walked down, <laughs> we walked right back down the same way. The whole story down. is fake. Came in the, came in Why is she being interviewed still? And, you know, that she was on her phone. She was on her phone and we didn't really, I didn't think much of it. Um, I mean, you know, a person has a phone call, you know what I mean? So next sure, thing you know, yeah. next thing you know, uh, there's a sheriff in my front yard and there's an ambulance right with them. And yeah. Yes. Apparently Anjali's daughter was concerned for her and called the sheriff and the ambulance to go do a wellness check on her at this man's house. So take from that what you will. I would think that a stable person doesn't have their children calling in police and ambulance to go check on them. Um, but I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. It's just worthy of mention that during her original experience, she suddenly an ambulance shows up to do a wellness check on her, uh, which is incredibly interesting. And we also have to keep in mind that during this night, she was under the influence of several different prescription medications and some very powerful cannabis oil, Rick Simpson oil, uh, which Mr. Blackwell gave to her. Uh, and he joked earlier in this interview about really dosing her, like a big dose of it. Take from that what you will. Can you explain to us why why would an ambulance show up for her at your home? I, I, but they did a wellness check of her. Right? It, was a, it was a welfare check. So yeah, when I when I walked outside, I t- I told I told the sheriff I said I said, man, you got the wrong house. Again, because you know there, there's been they've mixed up my address before. Yeah, it happens, um, especially in rural areas. Yeah. So I said you got the wrong place, you know, 
and uh, he said, he said, now is uh, Angelia here? And I, and I just went, I was like, well, what the fuck is that? You know? Was, yeah. I mean, what, 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 you know, who is this person? You know what I mean? Like I, I just brought this person to my house and now there's, now there's a sheriff here and now there's a, now there's an ambulance here, you know, anyway, he, so he, he didn't give me any information until he said, until he saw her, you know, and then after he saw her and the, and then, and then the ambulance was checking her out. Then once, once she was in the ambulance then the sheriff and I had, a, you know, we had talks and, and some laughs actually, you know, I, I straight up told him, I says, Hey, so what's the deal here? I mean, what's up? And uh, he said, well, her, uh, somebody called in for a welfare check for her. I go, Oh, okay. So, I mean, I mean, what's the problem? Are they thinking they're, she's inebriated or something or what? And he goes, well, I, I really don't know. And I go, well, whatever. I, um, he, he couldn't really, he didn't, he didn't want to share his, the information with me. Cause I guess you can't cause it's investigation stuff or whatever. And so. Uh, could be medical information or could be information about her mental state, which is also covered under HIPAA laws. And interestingly, this wellness check and an ambulance being uh, showing up there suddenly would have happened by her own timeline right after she went down the alien tunnel and met all those aliens in a tunnel that did not exist, right? Uh, the entire story is completely and totally fake. Um, and I am going to, uh, right now, before I forget, I will put the um, put this video for anybody who's interested, I will put the interview of this person, Mr. Blackwell. Uh, I'm just going to put it under sources here, uh, right in the description of tonight's video. Because uh, talk about, you know, occasionally people tell me like, oh, you're doing all this good, Steve, and you're showing us who's, uh, you know, a lying, uh, you know, profiteer and, and who's on the level and, uh, you know, you're busting all these frauds. But it it's pretty it's pretty discouraging to see that they just come back in a year and they keep telling the same story that we've already busted here more than a year ago more than a year ago this entire story was over in my opinion because if your entire original story you come out with and by the way with great fanfare she went and had a fake press conference by the way there was no members of the press there and i know that there was no members of the press there. She stood there in front of a couple of alien UFO fans and gave her little spiel in front of the Lincoln Memorial. She was not interviewed by any members of press. There was no, you know, she wasn't on CNN or Fox or even the local Washington, D.C. news network, period. None. There was no newspaper articles, nothing. So when she says she held a press conference in front of the Lincoln Memorial, well, so could you. Take a one-page prepared sheet of something you want to read, stand there in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and have somebody film you reading it. It's not a press conference if no press shows up. Sorry. Wrong term. Announcement? That would have been a fine term to use. I went to the Lincoln Memorial, and I made an announcement about my alien experiences. Which would, in a few short months after her Lincoln Memorial announcement, wasn't a press conference if no press showed up, uh, the whole story came crashing down as completely and totally a 100% provably fake story.
And, uh, you know, uh, so let's review. She she claims she meets this guy. He tells her there's aliens in the mountain. Come back to my house. I'll show you the aliens. And uh, she claims she goes through a tunnel. There's no tunnel. The tunnel did not exist. There's no aliens. There's no alien base. And then, curiously, her daughter becomes concerned, and suddenly an ambulance is showing up to check on her. A, a, in my opinion, a psychologically stable person doesn't have their children calling in ambulances to check on them. We can also review the fact that she lied in uh, her original interview with me because I asked her if her experience may have been drug-induced or influenced. No, no, I wasn't on any drugs. Later, she has to admit that she's on multiple I believe she was one of the medications she was on as a psychiatric medication, a sleep medication, some other kind of anti-anxiety medication, uh, you know, and the combination of the super strong Rick cannabis, Rick Simpson cannabis oil uh, that Mr. Blackwell, you know, he kind of joked that he does that to people. You know, everybody's got that one friend right at a party. They'll give you that drink that's like grain alcohol and a little bit of Kool-Aid, just enough to give it color. You know, it seemed to me to be something like that. He like joked that he gave people huge doses of the of the Rick Simpson oil. And she involves this family who want nothing to do with all this publicity and all this story and all this stuff. And this man was battling cancer at the time that she does this. She's making major announcements at the Lincoln Memorial that she's going on an expedition to this guy's house. She doesn't even tell the guy that she's going to the Lincoln Memorial to talk about the aliens she met in his mountain. Then she does this whole Twitter promotion thing where she's putting polls up. I was one of the people. Uh, oh, who gets to go on the expedition with me? And people are voting. And it became this entire circus around this lady whose entire original story is fake and this guy gets drug into it i felt sorry for him i still do he wants nothing to do with the story he won't do future interviews to the best of my knowledge or recollection he he told her like i'm battling cancer leave my family out of your fantasies essentially i'm paraphrasing but that's what he said I'm battling cancer. Leave me out of your alien fantasies and leave my family out of it. Now, of course, in this interview, he did joke. Somebody can buy his property for a million dollars. Right. And she also lied to him and told him that Whitley Stryber was going to be involved in an offer of money to buy his property. The famous alien abduct abduction person, Whitley Stryber. He's been a guest here. You may know him from his famous book, Communion. Everybody knows Whitley Stryber. And uh, why is she lying? Then we interviewed Whitley Stryber, who said, that never happened. I talked to her because Whitley Stryber believes he was abducted by aliens. So if there's another person that has an alien experience, he'll talk to them. Imagine that. But he made he was supposed to be brokering some deal between this guy and maybe Bob Bigelow or somebody else that's got a lot of money that wanted to buy this guy's house with the, with the mountain on it so that they can have access to the aliens and the alien tunnel. Sounds scammy because it is. All of this is ridiculous. Absolutely, positively ridiculous. So imagine my surprise when this woman 
Oh, by the way, everybody's wishing me a happy birthday and thank you all very much, but you're a little early. My birthday is May 31st, which is tomorrow. Um, but uh, I, I can't remember. Uh, I think it was Mark uh, on Facebook uh, said happy birthday to me. And um, so everybody, <laughs> but thank you all. I appreciate it very, very much. I, I made it through one more year without eating dirt on this planet. Uh, and and uh, I can't tell you. Uh, what a happy life I have, and I'm happy for the next year to come. And thank you all for your kindness, generosity, and uh, and birthday wishes. So imagine my surprise, right? You, we did an incredible amount of work to cover this story correctly. And by the way, there are some scammy scammers that we also busted for hoaxing and faking stuff that lie to people and say, he hosted Anjali, he hosts hoaxers. We completely and totally full full court press investigated her. We did background checks. We checked her education. We checked her work history. I, I, I stand by all the work that we did. And then some other researchers and me said, let's find this guy and his wife and let's interview them. By the way, I did speak to uh, Mr. Blackwell's wife off air, and she confirmed everything that Mr. Blackwell said. There's no tunnel. There's no aliens. Nobody told her there was aliens in the mountain, right? Uh, they didn't get teleported back into their house from the alien base. Nobody saw Lavi or or the, the tall white aliens. Of course, tall white aliens come from uh, Charles Hall, who is another complete and total fraud. So, okay, there was fake tall white aliens in your alien story. Uh, and the person who brought us everything about tall white aliens is a complete total fraud that was never in the Air Force. But OK, so her the the wife, I think he called her Tricia, maybe it was Wayne and Tricia, to the best of my knowledge and recollection. Both these principal witnesses to her entire original story completely and totally dispute her entire account of what happened that night. There was no aliens. There, the tunnel didn't exist, uh, and no teleportation happened, right? And then we've got additional lying that she has done. And, I mean, you can follow Charlie Weiser if you really want to get into the minutia of just how many times this woman has lied to everyone and contradicted herself with completely and totally false statements. She says, she says things happen, you know, it, it's, a, it's a whole thing. But... Imagine my surprise when just after, you know, a year of complete, look, we, that whole story is fake and I get it. People want to believe her. I get it. Uh, you know, alien base sounds cool to me. <laughs> and by the way, just to be clear, if that tunnel did exist and I got invited to that expedition, you're goddamn right. I would have been there with cameras ready to bring it to you. I was packing my bag just in case she wasn't crazy. And by the way, I'm not saying she's crazy. Um, I think she has a severe problem with, you know, like a lot of people, I think Anjali's problem is that she's led a fairly unremarkable life. And like a lot of people I have seen who make up fake alien stories, doing so gives her some sort of ego boost, right? Some sort of narcissistic pleasure. Like, look, people are finally listening to me because I'm talking to aliens, except you're not and you didn't and the tunnel doesn't exist. 
and it's sad to me, you know. I mean, I found her to be a nice woman until uh, things didn't go very well with me. I famously, as people said, I yelled at her. I lost my temper on another interview with her after this guy. And she started talking about the tunnel. And I'm like, the tunnel doesn't exist. I lost my temper. But I learned a lesson from it. And I have not done that since to any guest. I haven't lost my temper or yelled at anybody that was a guest. Uh, everybody goes through a learning process. And for this show, that was a big learning experience for me because then all of the believer crowd attacked me. Like you were so rude to her. Her whole story was fake. I have no, none. I have no patience, none for somebody that lies about their whole story. So yeah, I lost my patience. I'm human. Um, so imagine my surprise. When this woman pops up on Gaia TV, she gets a big money Gaia deal, I heard. Uh, I don't know exactly the details of the of the deal that she got with Gaia TV, but we have heard from people like Corey Good and others that uh, being on Gaia TV is very profitable. And isn't it interesting that Gaia TV, the person that hosted Corey Good telling his fake alien stories, would hire Anjali, whose stories were completely and totally busted as fake. Now, let's get into this Ramirez thing, because this is where it gets crazy. So we're, we're up to the point where her entire original story gets completely busted as fake. Then she gets a job telling the same alien stories that were already busted as completely and totally fake, on Gaia TV, also known as fake alien TV, you know? Like, if you want to hear about fake alien stories, Gaia TV is the place to be. Um, lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was horrified. I wasn't so horrified about her being on Gaia TV until I sat there with a friend who, who, don't ask me why, but they got Gaia TV. They pay for it. And you can't get those episodes of so-called cosmic disclosure with Anjali unless you pay. I'm not paying Gaia TV. Um, but I was able to confirm just for my own sanity that, yeah, Anjali just went on Gaia TV, start talking about the alien tunnel and the alien base and all this stuff that was already completely and totally busted as a completely and totally fake story. And she, you know, it's the lie by omission now. Now she just completely and totally leaves out the fact that we busted her whole story is fake. But it is what it is. But 
Then I was further horrified after confirming that she's telling the same story, essentially, that we busted as completely and totally fake a year ago on Gaia TV recently. I'm even more horrified because now I see that she has a CIA, I, I call him her CIA handler. Suddenly, this John Ramirez comes out of nowhere. And uh, John Ramirez started infiltrating the UFO community a few years ago. And uh, I think it's really incredible that Ramirez is all over things like TikTok. And for his age and everything to be all over TikTok, it smacks of a uh, it smacks of, of of a psyop to me. And that's my opinion. I'm entitled to an opinion. If you don't like it, uh, form your own opinion. But why is uh, CIA? High-ranking, once high-ranking CIA official, suddenly on on TikTok, on YouTube, all over the place, talking about aliens and UFOs. Is this is John Ramirez Richard Doty 2.0? I wondered this myself, um, and uh, you know, I'm going to just show you this. This is this is incredible to me. And uh, he's all over. He's all over TikTok, YouTube, podcasts. And what is concerning is that people are just literally lining up to interview this guy. Um, and no one seems to think that it's problematic that a former CIA guy is saying all this stuff about, oh, I was abducted by aliens. And it gets worse. This guy is just getting deeper and deeper on the woo train. He in the woo hole. This dude, you know, he starts off with some stuff that that is pretty grounded, right? When he first enters the UFO community, he's saying things like, I saw some documents that confirmed that Roswell was really happened and it was an alien spacecraft that crash landed. And you and you know, a normal, rational person, I guess you would think to yourself, well, he was former high-ranking CIA. Maybe he did see a document that confirms that Roswell was an alien crash landing of an alien spacecraft, right? But the, the longer he's been here, the deeper and crazier his stories have gotten. And I can confirm this. Uh, I have an interesting tweet to share. Uh, before we get... Okay, so what... Let's do a couple of these TikTok videos first, just so we can sample some of the things that this John Ramirez, remember, this is the new person that is now helping to, um, you know, he's like helping to pump up Anjali's already deflated fake story, right? Yeah, and here he is talking about secret one point. That I'll government projects to uh, produce alien hybrids and it gets worse or better depending on how much you like the woo uh he goes further than this video in a recent video but we'll get to that in a moment without getting cia's permission since world war ii we learned that there has been an alien hybridization of humans Exclusively since, since World it, War II? World I mean, War II. That's when the CIA learned about it. World War II. That's what prompted me to look back at World War II and say, okay, where did this information come from? But still, it should be a DNA record of that. We should be able to tell that. Absolutely. And that's what's not released. That's still 
Well, but, but I mean, that, this is being done by academics. This is, you know, the government doesn't do the DNA research. Yes, no, they we do. Yes, we well, do. Well, sure, but yeah, I would, there, it's not. And by the way, that's rather be squidding, the voice of reason, trying to, you know, clarify his statements. And good job, rather. Private, right? There's no classification of our DNA. Uh, you can't classify looking yeah. into our DNA. You, you can classify our DNA? You think that they're holding secrets of our DNA from us? Certainly. How, how could they do that? Because the... Law allows CIA and the intelligence committee to do operations like that because no one bothers to read the law. It, well, so you out. think that they're going into like the you know university biology programs and, oh, and saying don't don't study this? You know you can't publish no, these, these no, documents. No, no, no. That's not wouldn't, the way it's that mean they're also redacting information from organizations like Twenty Three and Me and Ancestry and those others? Once you give your blood, uh, once you give your uh, saliva to Twenty Three and Me and these others. If you read the fine print, you gave away your DNA for the purposes right. of, you know, creating research. Yeah. Science, big pharma. Is the CIA and other intelligence organizations working directly with these companies to limit what information they put back out to the populace? I don't know. I don't know that. That's why I mentioned Cosmos ID, because there is a company involved in the human genome, involved in, involved in bioinformatics, uh, involved in... Um, DNA, and then you look at the company, and then you look at who are the consultants to that company. You know, we got to connect a lot of dots that don't exist, right? That's how good conspiracy theory works. But this is former high-ranking CIA official claiming that the United States government was made aware of a alien-human hybridization program back in World War II. It's a who's who of IC officers. And the company was started by somebody from the National Science Foundation. And so if you go back to FOIA and you go back to National Science Foundation and you research who these people are, all of a sudden you go, oh my gosh, these guys are really well connected. In fact, one of the officers was CEO of EG&G. EG&G was the parking lot where Eric W. Davis allegedly had his conversation with Admiral Wilson. He went to the yeah, connect some more dots. EGNG facility in North Las Vegas, and the guy who was the CEO of that company, who is the uh, operations maintenance contractor, Area Fifty One, is part of the scientific cons consultation uh, team for Cosmos ID. Interesting that this man has made these huge claims, and yet. Did we get any evidence of this fantastical claim? Of course not. And one of the things that you will notice about Mr. Ramirez that I certainly have noticed, you may as well, is that he's got a lot of stories, but he's very light on proof and evidence. Um, and of course, he's been pushing this big disclosure event is coming in uh well, two two things he said. He said that a uh, awakening of human consciousness is coming in 26, 2026, 2027, right? Found through Project Looking Glass, which is something Bob Lazar mentioned and Dan Burrish, two UFO frauds pushed the, the Project Looking Glass story. And so is he. Now we've got him also saying that there's a big disclosure event coming in a number of months from now. Well, first of all, um, I would say that uh, Dr. Kirkpatrick um, did a wonderful job compared to his two other predecessors on the witness stand, if you will. And that would be Mr. Moultrie, 
who is his boss, the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. You're right, Red. Right. And uh, with uh, Mr. Bray, who was in charge of the UAP task force and then is now the deputy director of the Office of, of Naval Intelligence. I believe that is his position. So I think right. he did a wonderful it's job. Wrong. But again, You're right. so I would stupid. like to emphasize <laughs> that disclosure will not come at a congressional hearing or in front of a podium with an official standing behind it. That's not what disclosure is going to be. It's going to be a bigger event, um, and it will happen. I agree, uh, my Steve. My friend, uh, Steve Bassett, I'm sure a lot of oh, folks yeah. know Steve, a wonderful sure. guy. Uh, he really has, oh, yes, wonderful. Now, he's now <laughs> saying something very accurate. He's saying disclosure will happen in months, not years. Months, not years. And I fully endorse that statement that it will happen in that way, and it will happen in a dramatic way, and not oh, just a hearing. So I'll just leave it at that. To and by the way, just for anybody who's keeping track or keeping score of these people, Stephen Bassett said that disclosure would be coming in months, not years, months ago. Uh, did we miss it? Did I miss disclosure? I, I, I you know, people have been giving these deadlines for quite some time now, and it never pans out. It never, ever pans out, right? Uh, and I'm trying to see. I'm sorry. I'm really not familiar. I hate TikTok. I do do not use TikTok. Um, the date of this video is several months ago, though. Because it's wow. premature to talk about. Uh -huh. um, and I'll just I'll just say, stay tuned. Okay. Wow. What a, what a, what a comment. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned, right? Keep buying those UFO books and buying our documentaries and disclosures coming any day now. Months, not years. Months go by, no disclosure. Uh, what are we going to get? We're going to get excuses from these people. Oh, the, the plan changed at the last minute. That's the big one, right? John, you know, now, now, now you really got me going here. Well, first of all, um, I would say that uh, Dr. Kirkpatrick um, did a wonderful job. I don't know if this is just Here repeats. To yeah, it just repeats. All right. So uh, we've sampled. These are some big claims, right? Awakening of human consciousness is coming in 26, 2017. Extraterrestrials share human DNA. Oh, we got one from Jimmy Church, right? <laughs> of course, Jimmy Church is platforming this CIA guy. Of course he is, right? Of course, Jimmy Church is all over this guy. And, and here's why some of these UFO clown shows are all interviewing him. Number one, you get views. And number two, he says all the things that all the believers want to hear, right? The government really does. Roswell really happened. It really was aliens. I saw the documents to prove it. There's human hybrid, uh, alien hybrid experiments that are taking place, and they have been since at least... World War II, there's big disclosures coming in the next couple of months. We're going to have a massive disclosure event, disclosures coming by 2026, 2027, and more. Uh, this guy is just full of these stories, right? Uh, here, the CIA has information on an awakening that's going to happen. I would say I've heard 2027 in a kind of an official capacity I can't reveal. So I think um, I, I would say that people in the government are aware of something happening 
and that there's wow imagine that something's gonna happen in 2027 very <laughs> very specific here limited time uh, a few more years to prepare the people and that's what's ramping up uh this acceleration uh from the previous seven decades of not even acknowledging it to now we, we are acknowledging it at a faster and faster pace yeah big disclosure event is coming a big disclosure event something's gonna happen in 2027 right uh and then of course he's confirming phobos is a real structure he saw proof of that while he was in the cia and isn't it interesting that essentially his his whole thing is i know these things because i was in the cia but when pressed well i can't talk about that because my ndas or whatever he pulls the elizondo stunt right which is completely and totally ridiculous like <laughs> here he is uh here he is talking about the galactic federation with john ramirez a retired cia officer who served as chief of the electronic intelligence branch and specialized in ballistic missile defense weapon systems radar and technical collection operations today he shares his perspectives on the galactic federation john welcome to the show thank you israel's former space security chief Jaime shed has stated that extraterrestrials do exist <laughs> and that guy got that from his granddaughter who got that from laura eisenhower of all people right he didn't say that. He said his daughter told him she heard this from Laura Eisenhower. And there's a Galactic Federation and that they're waiting for us to make contact. And get I would add that uh, Mr. Shedd is just more than a counterpart to NASA administrator. He's more like the counterpart to the director of the National Reconnaissance Office. And in that sense, he's tied to the Israeli intelligence service. Uh, he did claim yeah, totally taken out of quote context, clickbait, National Enquirer level garbage story. And here we have Emery Smith. You remember him. He's the guy who once claimed with David Wilcock that he autopsied 3,000 aliens. Then he walked it back to, oh, no, I just did 3,000 tissue samples of aliens, right? Okay. He claimed that, and he claimed that our president at the time, President Trump, knew all about it, but that we were not ready to make that type of contact with the Galactic Federation. Humanity wasn't ready, and that humanity must be prepared. But those comments... <laughs> All right, that's enough of this. I, I can't I can't take any more of this nonsense from these clowns. So we've we've covered the Anjali saga. Remember, her entire story is completely and totally fake. Then we get to uh, then we get to John Ramirez becoming involved with Anjali to prop up her story. And here he is on Gaia TV, provably propping up a 100% fake story. The Israeli space minister did not confirm aliens, nothing like that. They took what he said completely and totally out of context. What he said was, my daughter, my granddaughter heard a lot of stuff about aliens from this lady, Laura Eisenhower, that's related to, to Ike, you know, President Eisenhower. And yes, she is, but he didn't say he did not confirm aliens in an official capacity for the Israeli government or and anything like that. Uh, and Davina TK is here. Thanks for being a member, says Emery Smith. What happened to him? He fell off the cliff. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, he is still the host of Cosmic Disclosure on Gaia TV. And now, instead of interviewing or being interviewed by clowns like David Wilcock or Corey Good, he's the one doing the interviewing of government 
chill clowns like Anjali, Richard Doty, and this John Ramirez CIA guy, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, there, Jack Sarfati is another high-ranking intelligence guy. Jack Sarfati is promoting John Ramirez, Richard Doty, blah, blah, and very fanatically. Yeah, I've heard that. And uh, Jack Sarfati is worthy of a whole show by himself. Uh, and it's interesting that he fed people fake stories about his wife being an alien hybrid to see if people would just believe it and run with it. And they did. And uh, th that's a, a topic for a whole nother show. So John Ramirez has been saying some wackadoo stuff lately, like really wackadoo stuff. And uh, I think, oh, before we get to that, let's also show you this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. John Ramirez, former CIA guy, was nice enough to give everybody a guide for how to navigate the intelligence community if you're interested in UFOs. Uh, and this thing reads like propaganda to me. Um, I... <laughs> I am going to um, I am going to put this in the description of the video as well. Uh, but basically, it gives an overview of the intelligence community, um, and then talks about the differences in the different intelligence communities and and what they are. This is like the only, the, the one thing this is good for is this is an, an a guide to the alphabet soup. What what does NGA mean? What is DIA? What is NRO? What is CIA? What is you know FBI? Um, CIA, human intelligence, CIA, OS intelligence, television, print media, social media reports, NSA, that's signals intelligence, electro electromagnetic data of the phenomenon, the DIA, mass intelligence, radiological, biochemical, spectral, sonic data. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. And it's 75 pages of propaganda uh, basically saying you too can trust the intelligence community to give you the truth about UFOs. We've got a classification guide. Um, what is an agent? And I love this. People who present themselves in the ufology community and claim to have been agents working in the, any of the five major agencies are imposters. Okay, um, there's been an awful lot of people that have made those claims, though, but apparently there are no agent employees of the CIA, NSA, NRO, DIA, or NGA. And I may have made that mistake myself. I won't in the future. I, I call them CIA operatives uh, or contractors. Uh, interesting that this guy would put out 75 pages. Oh, look here, did Roswell really happen? And then he's going to tell you how to investigate a UFO CIA style. Well, the CIA has been lying to the American public for 70 years about UFOs. I'm not sure that we want to follow the advice. And here's some more CIA guys that have infiltrated 
the UFO community. And then, of course, we get an awful lot of pages, 25 pages of his speculation, more than 25 pages. And look, he's got the Hunnibou, which is a completely and totally fake Nazi UFO that never existed. It came out of tabloid newspapers. Look at the quality of his so-called information, right? Okay, he talks about Project Paperclip, um, Roswell and in the, in the military industrial complex. And then we get a guide uh, to intelligence community patches and, you know, terminology. And it just reads like propaganda to me. Like, yeah, trust the CIA. We're your friends. We're going we're gonna to bring you disclosure, right? I, I love how he mentions the Black Vault, though. <laughs> Uh, so interestingly, he gives a it's navigating the United States intelligence community for ufologists. It's a 75 page free PDF. You, too, um, can accept what I believe to be propaganda from a CIA operative infiltrating the UFO community with lots of stories about. Aliens and UFOs being real. And you may, I, I am just perplexed. Like, why are there so many intelligence operatives injecting alien stories into the UFO community? We've got so many of them now since 2016. And I've said it before. I will say it again. They used to be off in the shadows, right? Manipulating people, feeding people information that they wanted, you know, distributed in the UFO community. Oftentimes, as subterfuge or misdirection. Um, they keep tabs. The intelligence community has verifiably kept tabs on researchers in the UFO community. They have verifiably fed people in the UFO community completely and totally fake stories about aliens and UFOs and alien crashes and alien visitation and all kinds of stuff. And this is proven historical fact that they have done that in the past. The difference here really is that 2016 backward, they were doing it with operatives that they would send into the UFO community to infiltrate people like Richard Doty and others. Um, verifiably did it with Bill Moore, a UFO researcher. They told him they were going to give him the goods. He was going to get to, you know, get all the secrets if, if he just did what they wanted. And you need to tell us what information this researcher has or that researcher has or what cases this person is working on or that person is working on. They literally, the intelligence community has literally forced through whatever manipulative means. And there, let's be clear, the intelligence community are manipulators. That's what they do. They manipulate people for their own purposes. They have verifiably manipulated UFO researchers into spying on other UFO researchers and report back to the intelligence circles, the intelligence community, the information that they're looking for out of various researchers, UFO conferences, like literally sending people into UFO conferences and things like that. And but 2016 forward marked an incredible change. And, and regardless of everything else going on, I am still a history. Uh, I am still a student of the history of all of the, this UFO and alien stuff. 
And I think it's important that we recognize that from 2016 back, they did these sort of uh, operations, some will call it a PSYOP, they did these operations in the shadows. They stayed out of the spotlights. They weren't in the spotlight, they were off on the side manipulating people in the UFO community who were in the spotlight for various purposes. We also have verifiable evidence and proof that the United States government actively encouraged stories of UFOs and aliens to cover things like the U-2 spy plane, the Blackbird, SR-71, um, the F-117, all of the stealth craft. They actively wanted people to think it was aliens or UFOs when they were catching glimpses of secret aircraft. But 2016 forward marked a change. And instead of being off in the shadows, these government operatives were right in the front, in the forefront, right in the spotlight themselves. We had Lou Elizondo and Jim Semivan and all of these other people, CIA people, intelligence people, come forward, Hal put off, all come forward with TTSA, promise everybody they're going to build a spaceship, collect a few million dollars, manipulate. And listen, I don't care what you think about Lou Elizondo. He manipulated the original story about him, the New York Times story. A lot of uh, reporters even later said that they felt like they were manipulated. People like uh, Lou Jimenez, who uh, ran a UFO show. He feels like he was manipulated by Lou Elizondo. Investors that I know who gave money to Tom DeLonge and TTSA and Hal Putoff and, you know, Christopher Mellon and Lou Elizondo felt manipulated. They promised us one thing, took our money, and they didn't deliver anything they promised. Well, with the exception of some crappy books and, you know, the, the worst UFO television ever, television show ever, in my opinion. Um, so 2016 forward, along comes all these government people. And after the initial TTSA, which, by the way, had over 100 years of CIA experience on their board of directors combined, like if you add it up, OK, this guy CIA 20 years, this guy CIA 25 years, this guy CIA this many years, whatever, add it up over 100 years of CIA experience on the TTSA board of directors and, and members. And of course, we've, we also had Gary Nolan, CIA contractor, work for TTSA for a time. So after the onslaught of TTSA and all these CIA people suddenly standing up, intelligence people standing up, and, and by the way, some of them were not CIA. Some of them were what I call the alphabet soup agencies, various agencies, the NRO, the, the NSA, the DIA, the FBI, the CIA. It's all alphabet soup, but it's all government. So 2016 forward, after TTSA comes, then we start getting all these other people taking the spotlight. We've got John D'Souza, FBI. We've got Ben Hansen. Well, he's been around for forever, and, and I think he's harmless, kind of dumb guy, but he's harmless. Um, I used to like Factor Faked, and then, then he just went wackadoo now, you know, and selling garbage stories. But okay. But he's still FBI. And we've got John Ramirez, CIA, Jim Semivan, CIA. We've got Woolsey making podcast appearances, CIA director. We've got uh, Anjali, 
Defense Intelligence Agency, and of course, Gary Nolan, CIA contractor. We've got Travis Taylor, government employee, right? And now we've got John Ramirez backing up the story, the completely and totally provably false stories of Anjali. Um, why? I'm left with just an overwhelming, why are all of these intelligence people now directly in the spotlight? They used to do these things and manipulate people from the shadows, but 2016 forward, they have just rushed in and think about the the ufo community think about the information which be, is being put out there if we get rid of all these people that i've mentioned ttsa and tom DeLong and lou elizondo and gary nolan and uh john ramirez and anjali and john d'souza ben hansen i'm sure there's more jim semivan uh we've got jack sarfati uh we've got Dr. Eric Davis, Dr. Uh, Hal Putoff, the two biggest wackadoo scientists to confirm everything alien for everybody. If we take away all these intelligence people, all these alphabet soup people, if we take all of them out of the UFO community, there's not much left. There's not much left. And that should concern all of us. Why is the entire UFO community just jam-packed, stock full of CIA people, intelligence people, FBI people, Defense Intelligence Agency people, former Air Force Office of Special Investigations people, all intelligence people, by the way. Interesting is I think this is a huge story that nobody is covering at least not in the mainstream media, of course, and not in the world of UFOs either. And isn't it amazing that so many of these people, so-called UFO researchers uh, like Richard Dolan and George Knapp and everybody else, they just jumped right on the, the let's, let's get CIA disclosure. No, <laughs> that's not how this works. The CIA is not there to tell you the truth about a cover-up or a lie that's been going on for 70 years. It's not going to happen. And all of these people in the UFO community who should have been there to, to provide some sort of checks and balances when this all started happening in 2016, instead of standing up and saying, we better be careful with all of these intelligence people that are literally infiltrating the UFO community, they all jumped on board. George Knapp, early TTSA investor, interviewing all of them, right? Richard Dolan jumped right on board and more. Everybody was just jumping on this CIA disclosure narrative that was being pushed by all of these different people that were infiltrating the UFO community, which brings us to this, uh, you know, our final piece tonight, which is that now John Ramirez former CIA operative, is sort of bolstering Anjali's story, former Defense Intelligence Agency information warfare specialist, whose whole alien story fell apart. And I, I just, I can't, I can't even believe that this is where we're at and this is where we find ourselves. And I further can't believe that no one else is properly analyzing and and commentating on what i've just talked about and th this is all facts friends 
this is all facts. Uh, now I have to find, oh no, I lost it. Area 503, uh, friend of the show, he tweeted something recently, uh, which was uh, about John Ramirez. And apparently on Cosmic Disclosure, John Ramirez claimed that he, CIA guy, claimed that he is an alien hybrid and that he can tell other alien hybrids by their energies. I'm going to say that one more time. John Ramirez, former CIA, high-ranking CIA operative who's been running around infiltrating the UFO community, is now on Gaia TV telling people that he is an alien hybrid and that he can tell other alien hybrids by their energy. I don't know what else to say, except if that doesn't put a huge dent into this guy's credibility, I just, I don't know what is, what, what would, are we really supposed to believe a former high ranking CIA operative who was worked for the directorate of science and technology at the CIA believe him when he just says I'm an alien hybrid. Uh, I think that this is extremely problematic for him and anybody who's been following him, you know, getting those breadcrumbs, hoping that he was on the level, hoping that he was telling the truth. I don't think that he's telling the truth about any of these stories. He has provided nothing in the form of verifiable evidence. He has provided an incredible amount of claims. Um, but, you know, without any evidence, there's no meat on the bone here. It's just another guy telling stories. So imagine my surprise. Uh, so just to review, John Ramirez, CIA high-ranking operative, uh, retired now. You never retire from the CIA, but he says he's retired. Uh, claims that he is an alien hybrid and that he can tell other alien hybrids by their energies. And he just said this on Gaia TV. Uh, if you add that to his other fantastical claims, well, it's very simple, John. Give me a give me a blood sample. I know a geneticist. I can take your blood sample to a geneticist. We'll have a look at your DNA and see if we see any alien DNA intermingled with your human DNA. Or is this just another fantastical story from a guy who apparently likes to tell a lot of alien stories but is light on evidence? I just, I, I I don't understand why anybody's still listening to this guy. And if we add that, if we add that to the fact that he is now going on shows where they actively don't press him, you know, I, I was horrified at this. We're going to, we're going to put up our fair use banner and uh, I'll show you, this will be the last segment tonight. We have, um, this is fair use, transformative work. We're educating the public and critiquing the videos that we are sharing. Certainly, if a high-ranking uh, CIA officer is saying he's a human-alien hybrid and that turns out to be true, that would certainly be newsworthy and worthy of commentary, discussion, and, and educating the public about it. This is also a transformative work, and you can help me make it a transformative work by putting your comments you want me to share on the screen along with this video in all capital letters. I will know that you're contributing and you want me to uh, share it on screen and I will do so. So uh, let's get into this. 
this is from Calling All Beings, which I'm not very familiar with them because they're just, to me, they are the worst woo garbage peddler show. Um, and I'm, I'm sad to see certain people suddenly joining that show. Um, but it is what it is. And we don't give passes here. So we can't, you know, I can't go, oh, well, I, you know, I don't really want to say anything because of this or that or, or this person on there or that person on there. No. Um, we're going to provide the same coverage no matter who's on the show doing this kind of a circle jerk. And let's be clear, the UFO circle jerk is what happens when uh, podcasts, UFO shows, and by the way, especially any show that has the word disclosure in it is bull, is garbage. Um, but this one is calling all beings. And they have one, two, three, four, five people that are going to sit there and listen to an interview Anjali and John Ramirez propping up Anjali's stories that have been completely and totally busted as false and fake, and they don't do anything. They just let her talk about a tunnel that doesn't exist. They just let her tell her fake story that's already been busted. And then they let John Ramirez just lie on top of John Ramirez is literally lying to cover lies he's already been caught in about Anjali. John Ramirez said that the Arrow office interviewed Anjali. Then it turns out somebody got on the record statement from them. And they said, no, we never interviewed her. Never. So now he's got to tell new lies to cover the old lies that he just got caught in. And they just sit there, five people, and let him lie on their show. And they just sit there and let Anjali lie about a tunnel that doesn't exist from her original story. Great. Great. Operators here on cab. Uh, the man you're seeing with the glasses who somebody just said, you know, I mean, it's so good to see. <laughs> He's so adorable. <laughs> Put him his money now. <laughs> I'm going to have That's to fast forward here. And yeah. uh, you have a, a, a statement from uh, our brother, Money Nason. So go ahead and make yourself larger, Nathan. Expected member of the IC, an experiencer of the phenomenon, a citizen of the world, and a proliferator of love and light everywhere she goes. Party people put them together for my homegirl, Anjali Schultz. Dude, this is like the dork table in high school. No offense. What did he say? The, the ambassador of love and light, right? Awfully excited about a woman whose entire original story got busted. And let me just be very clear. And like, I don't know this show host or whatever. He's welcome to come here and I can educate him about the fact that Anjali's entire original story got busted as completely and totally fake. And no offense to that show host, but how fucking dare you platform this bitch how fucking dare you platform this lady her entire story got busted as fake and you're pumping her up the ambassador of love and light right and you're gonna let her sit there for two hours and lie through her teeth again we've already been through this you're more than a year behind mr dj calling all beings dummy you're you're more than a year behind her entire original story got busted on our show because we actually ask hard questions of her. We actually did all her background check. We actually did the work, right? 
this guy's not interested in doing work. He's just interested in sitting there and letting somebody lie on his show, provably lie on his show, so he can get views. Congratulations, genius. Can I get an amen? Amen. And I didn't even know that Leah Prime was on this show until somebody sent me this link. I don't know what she's doing there. I don't want to talk about it. If anybody wants to ask her what she's doing there, go go message her. I, I'm not here to defend her or her choices in what show she's on. Anjali, Amen. Our other special guest is a veteran of the United <laughs> States Navy, a retired CIA officer, a well-read and learned analyst, also a citizen of the world who has helped contextualize the operations of the U.S. government for civilians who we toil away on Twitter and people just don't understand what they're listening to and how to interpret what the government is doing, is saying, and is not saying. Um, this gentleman um, is also uh, a, he's a blessing to the community like Anjali. And also a citizen of the world. So put them together for my man, Mr. John Ramirez. Cheers. Amen. Yes. Ah. So I'm so. doing it too. You can't see, but I'm doing it. So the way this is cringeworthy, friends. I'm sorry. Love you. Um. So uh, what we wanted to do, the way we want to start this off tonight, <laughs> said, that is, dude um, is awful. there's interesting things that uh, John and Anjali had to discuss and, and I'm going to get out the way. Yeah. Sorry about to, that. And people are like, yeah, I forget. Damn, I'm what glad, I mean man. Get yourself out in the way and let these two. No, talk. Her name so is Angelina do, Schultz. Ramirez, I believe. Please take it away, sir. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be with Anjali uh, because We've had private conversations before, and we've uh, texted each other, emailed each other, but we've never been uh, on, for, on the record together on any kind of podcast. And I know uh, in the beginning, a lot of people uh, questioned Anjali's background. I did not because I knew that she was part of the intelligence community, just the way she presented herself and some of the terminology she used. Yeah, and here's where he's going to try to do a prover maneuver. Oh, her whole background of working for the government is totally true. Yeah, and so is her education. But her entire story about the aliens in the tunnel is 100% completely fake, John Ramirez. And the fact that a show host would let somebody just come on their, on their show and just lie through their teeth is a real problem for me. It shows what kind of person he is. It shows what his motives are. Why would you let somebody just come on your show and lie, right? But here's the prover maneuver from John Ramirez. Oh, I never questioned her background. Uh, did you verify it, Mr. Ramirez? I did. I questioned her background until I verified it. And no offense, Mr. Ramirez, but given the number of fraud, fake scammers in the UFO community, you should question everybody's background, including yours, Mr. Ramirez. 
Um, it was IC speak, and I knew she was genuine. And um, I know recently uh, I stated that uh, Anjali was interviewed by members of the UAP task force. And I believe uh, Ted McMillan reached out to Jake's, uh, Jay uh, Stratton. Yeah. And uh, you said that she was interviewed by people. And Lieutenant Tim McMillan reached out to the people that you say interviewed her, and they say that never happened. Now we're going to get excuses because he got caught in a big total lie. And Jay Stratton made the statement, uh, unequivocal statement, that um, no member of the UAP task force officially or unofficially interviewed Anjali. And uh, when I read that, I go, okay, Jay, we need to uh, straighten out the record because I know what you really meant to say. Yeah, he knows what a guy really meant to say. No. He said what he meant to say. No member of, of that organization, officially or unofficially, interviewed Anjali. You said they did. You lied. And you didn't say it. Now comes the excuses. So um, I wanted to um, at least bridge that subject first and foremost. And so uh, with Anjali, I was just uh, wanted to know, um, in your own words, uh, what was your experience like? Um, someone or... Uh, yeah. And now we're going to get a bunch of vague stories from Anjali about people that interviewed her that she can't verify actually ever interviewed her. And great job, DJ, calling all beings douche. Other people interviewed you. They they talked to you. Is, is that, isn't that correct? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I was. Who? Name them. As well at. Um, the Lincoln Memorial on um, in August of 2021 at the presser. I Nobody interviewed her at that press release, and I know that for a fact. Nobody interviewed you, Anjali, at that so-called press conference, which wasn't a press conference because no members of the press showed up. This is just more lies from a proven liar. I was interviewed by a lady and a gentleman. Um, I had to really... Um, jog my brain um, to recollect that because I, I <laughs> listen if you get interviewed by members of the government when you remember it she had a really she had a really big her brain to remember it that's that's a real problem why would she have to try so hard to remember it if it was true is this kind of like the tunnel that didn't exist and uh, by the way, her press conference was not that long ago. It was one year ago. Would you remember being interviewed one year ago by two members of the United States government? I would. I think most reasonable people would remember being interviewed by members of the United States government. But she had to really rack her brain to remember this. Why? I spoke to so many people that day and I wasn't keeping my own personal recording of what was happening around me. And yeah. so, well, when government people meet you, they give you a card, at least in my experience, right? I've met FBI agents. I've met 
members of the intelligence community. I've met local district attorneys, everybody that I've ever met in, in that worked in government, they had business cards that they would give you or you could ask for one. So who was it that interviewed you then? If it wasn't members of Arrow, as John Ramirez got caught lying, saying, interviewed you, because we have on the record statement, thanks to Lieutenant Tim McMillan, that no, none of them interviewed you. But now suddenly there's two phantom members of the United States government interviewing her at a fake press conference that no press showed up to. Right. So I don't. How would they know? How would they know on to be there on the day of the press conference? have a, a complete picture of all of the people that I spoke to that day. Um, but it was previously mentioned on um, the Gaia Network television. Oh, that's her prover maneuver? Well, I mentioned it on Gaia TV that I got interviewed by people. So it must be true. Why can't Anjali give us the names of the people in the government that interviewed her about her so-called alien experiences? Why? Why can't she give us the names? It's because they're from the land of make-believe, just like her make-believe alien tunnel, probably. Um, show cosmic disclosure by Richard Doty, who is a yeah, self-confessed. Government disinformation agent Richard Doty interviews her. This is her proof. Prior disinformation um, intelligence officer, uh, he had... He said on that show that I was interviewed by um, by two official people that day, and and he was correct. And I just want to say that. <laughs> Great. Then Richard Doty or you can give us the names of the people who interviewed you. Otherwise, this is just another story, just like the alien tunnel that didn't even exist from your original story. And we've got John Ramirez getting caught lying, saying Arrow interviewed her. They come out and say, no, we didn't. We did not interview her in an official or unofficial capacity. Nobody from Arrow interviewed her. Suddenly, she had to think real hard about an event that happened a year ago. And two people, mysterious people whose names she won't name, interviewed her, a man and a woman. And her proof of this is a former government admitted disinformation agent said that people interviewed her. This is the flimsiest, garbage-peddled nonsense I have heard in quite a t some time. And that's saying a lot for the UFO community. Right, because on that show, um, I, I was kind of taken aback. I didn't recollect it very well. Um, I had a lot of other directions that my <laughs> mind was going. If you have to have a disinformation tell you who interviewed you, that's a problem. So. Um, I followed up on that, and yes, that is correct. So as far as my my other contact um, with, with people who were associated with the UAP task force and taking interviews and, pre and presenting those interviews to them, um, I had a, a gentleman who contacted me um, and through him, he brought in two other friends. I had multiple encounters with the first gentleman. Um, Again, she hasn't named a name yet. By encounters, I mean um, phone calls and Zoom conversations. Um, and 
then he brought in a couple of friends and they actually, they were interested in, um, they asked a lot of questions of the beings and, um, great. And you can name them, right? Anjali, you didn't sign an NDA or anything. There should be no reason why she can't name these. Now we're up to four mysterious people from the government who interviewed her about her fake alien experiences that were completely proven to be completely and totally fixed fictitious stories more than a year ago by our coverage, right? Completely blew her original story out of the water. Why would government people care about some wackadoo woman telling alien stories that are completely and totally provably fake? Why would they care to interview her about that? I gave them the best interpretation and answers that I could that day. It was, it was really kind of a, a wild experience, the experience the the day that I had all counters, yeah, she had Zoom um, chats. That oh no, we're up to five now. We're up to five because over the course of the three of them. Yeah, so we've got five different people from the government interviewed her about her alien experiences, but she can't name a one of them, right? And several days. It sounds like these are pretty informal phone and Zoom interviews. She should be able to name all those people, right? You've got records, you've got Zoom records. Can you show us the Zoom records of those Zoom calls? That would have their names, at least their Zoom IDs, and we could track them down and verify that you're telling the truth here, that government people are really interviewing you, right? I, Five people interviewed her, but she can't remember any of their names. I probably had easily 24 hours of contact um, with the, these three gentlemen. In 24 hours of phone calls and Zoom calls that she, great, show us your phone logs. We can, I can track the numbers down. I have a reverse phone book here. For those unaware, a reverse phone book is a database. I have one and you can give me any phone number uh, and I can put it in. And especially if it's a government office, cause that's all public records. We can get, we can get who called her. Will she give me the phone numbers from her phone logs? Will she give me the Zoom records from her Zoom calls? Will she release the names of these mysterious five people who interviewed her about the aliens? Or is this just more fairy tales for stupid people? In one way or the other um, regarding my experiences with the beings and, and um, lifelong experiences, not just what happened in Mojave. Um, although they were very interested in that, and um, yeah, names they, to memory. Uh, one of the questions that I thought was an interesting question was, um, "Do you know if if the tunnel is still there?" Here's where um, it gets good. And I said, "Yes, you know the tunnel is still there." She just said that she got interviewed by five different people in the government. And some of them asked her, do you know if that alien tunnel is still there? And she said, yes, it is. Except there's a huge problem with this. The tunnel isn't there because the tunnel was never there. And that tunnel never existed, didn't exist. And to my knowledge, doesn't exist to this day. There is no tunnel. And we've got one, two, three, four. I think it's five, five. Are they co-hosts? I don't know. We've got five people sitting here, sitting here, listening to her live through her teeth 
about a tunnel that never existed, that we proved never existed. The guy didn't even start digging it yet when he met her. He joked about digging a tunnel into the mountain in the back of his house, you know, and making it like a man cave or a wine cellar or something. And he'd have to see the maps and the pictures of his property. I might do that too. You got a big backyard. And at the end of your backyard is this tunnel, not tunnel. There is no tunnel. Let's be clear. You got this mountain that rises up out of the back of your backyard and you can get some, he's got construction equipment. He can get in there and dig a tunnel out and build something inside there. That would be fun. He joked about it with her. She turned it into an alien tunnel that was there that night, that was never there that night. Now she's telling us that she told the government officials who were interviewing her about her alien experiences, which, by the way, were all fake, that they asked if the tunnel was still there, and she said, yes, it is. And we've got five people sitting there listening to her lie, and not a one will speak up and say, excuse me, excuse me, didn't that guy Wayne, your Wayne, say that tunnel wasn't there? That tunnel never existed? And didn't you admit you were on all these drugs when you met the aliens and you were on Rick Simpson oil? This is a clown show. Welcome to the clown show, friends. Welcome to the clown show, where you can tell a completely and totally fake story. You just go away for a little while. Then you come back with a CIA guy lying about people interviewing you. Then you make up new lies about five mysterious people that interviewed you, asking you about an alien tunnel that never existed. Is the tunnel still there? Yeah, yeah, that tunnel's still there. It was never there to begin with. Not never, not from the beginning of her story. How could the tunnel that never existed when her story started still be there now? It didn't exist when her story started. It, this, oh, oh man. Um, they're telling me that it's there. Oh, the aliens told her the tunnel's there. Um, and uh, and two of the gentlemen asked if they could be members of of the expedition team and be part of that <laughs> that collection. Yeah, Anjali was going to have an expedition into a tunnel that never existed. Right? That would be kind of an awkward. <laughs> That would have been such an awkward expedition, like getting all these people. All right, let's get in the tunnel. Uh, Anjali, there's no tunnels. There's no tunnels here. You said there was a tunnel to an alien base here. Anjali, there's no tunnels here. What do we do? Well, I guess the expedition is over because the tunnel doesn't exist. It goes into the alien base that also doesn't exist. And it's ridiculous that five people are sitting there listening to her. And nobody's speaking up. Election team, just be present. And um, and I didn't ask a lot of other questions about it. Uh, my what I said to them was that at the time my only requirement was that no one came armed. Um, <laughs> that nobody. Don't be bringing no guns into my secret imaginary alien base inside a secret tunnel that doesn't really exist. Don't bring no guns there. They came with any kinds of weapons. Maybe they could bring imaginary guns there, Anjali, into your imaginary tunnel. Or any kinds of thoughts of the need or the desire for a weapon um, that they were going to have to leave that that aside. So um, we had contact for a number of months, several months. She had contact with these guys for months, but she can't name them? So 
it happened. And, uh, you know, I say it happened. You can't prove it happened. I'm really caring what the public says, because every time someone says, you know, that that I wasn't interviewed and or that I'm not who I said I was or just whatever other kinds of things they're saying, it just it's rolling right off of my back at this point, because what about me, Anjali? What about me saying that you lied and no tunnel exists? And how how are you still here? Why are you still here? Uh, I I am at the center of of my experience, and and I am the only one who. Oh, that's it. I'm at the center of my experience. Well, this is my truth, man. This is might not be your truth, but this is definitely my truth, man. Right? Right? Okay. This is your truth. Your truth is a lie. Is that what you're saying? Your truth is all built on a mountain of lies. On a tunnel of lies, on a drug experience, right? You can put all of those pieces and all of the contacts that I've had from across the IC, from across social media, and and from across other types of messages, and the the types of beings who may be um, communicating. They may be there. There's a chance that that humans have developed this ability um, and I'm just unaware of it. There is, um, I have absolute faith that there are higher beings and by higher, I mean that their consciousnesses are, appear to be much more advanced, um, older. They, they appear to have a higher perspective than we do. Um, kind of like friends have a high they can look down density. and see inside the entire house at once, you know, where we have to go from room to room to room. They don't have to. They could whole whole house. They can see it at once. Um, and that doesn't mean omnipresence and that doesn't mean omniscience. Um, it means that we have we have a complicated <laughs> ecosystem. I agree, and Jill. I have, Thanks for being uh, a member. Personally and professionally now, I have reached <laughs> out through the IC community I to agree, contact a former colleague, um, peer, I didn't get mentor, that. You think an so? really absolute cool? hero of mine. Her name is Nicole. And um, I think that anyone who has worked with me previously who would be watching will know who I'm talking about. And um, I am in need of Nicole's assistance that she could reach out to me. Um, it's, it's about time that uh, we finished that lesson we started cryptic so. messages thanks very much anjali and um let me interject here um some background information um so comes the prover maneuver we're on camera um <laughs> you heard about the uap task force and here's the task force set up by the senate select committee on intelligence and also the united states navy through the office of naval intelligence it is the first announced task force since the Project Blue Book under the Air Force. So if you have this task force studying this very important phenomenon, how many people would you dedicate to this task force? Sure hands. How many? Just, or you can say out, out loud. Um, you know, there would have to be, you know, 50 or so people, I would think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say 50 or 100. And here comes the prover maneuver. John Ramirez caught lying that Anjali was interviewed by Arrow is now going to claim that she was interviewed by other organizations within the intelligence community. Great. Yeah, I'd say dozens. Dozens? Yeah. Leah, are you pretty much? Uh, between 50 and 100 minimum. 100. Jules, about that much? 
So I. Oh, uh, Jules, if you type it in the chat, we'll read it off for you because we didn't hear you. What you typing? So. Well, okay, I got I got the gist of it. Uh, anywhere from fifty to one hundred. Mm -hmm. All right, I am now going to reveal for the first time the number of people on the task force. That's it. That's it. So you know one member of the task force, Jay Stratton, he was the commander of the task force, as they call it. And this is John Ramirez's excuse for getting caught in a spectacular lie that Arrow interviewed Anjali. They dispute that. They say they did not interview Anjali in an either official or unofficial capacity. And of course, you know, it's a Navy thing, right? So you have to have commanders. So he's the commander of the task force. And we also know one other individual, right, who came forward, and that's Dr. Travis Taylor. There's two. Yeah, the Skinwalker scam guy. Great. And there were like a couple of other people on this task force. That's it. So what Jay Stratton meant to say is this. No member of the UAP task force, his direct reports, and DJ, you, you're Air Force guy, you know what a direct report is? It's someone you supervise personally, and you're responsible for writing their performance evaluation. Oh my God, this DJ super genius was in the Air Force and responsible for airplanes? Jesus. So no member of the task force, all three of my guys that I was responsible for as a career service officer, I was responsible for their- Yeah, and here he, he's telling you what this guy meant, right? No, he told everybody what he meant. Emotions and- But it, this is a major, major- Excuse, right? And what does a CIA guy do when he gets caught lying? He lies some more. Great. They're a career development, so forth and so on. No member interviewed Anjali. That's three people. Now, who did interview Anjali? So in order for this small, tiny task force, the first kind of any kind of entity within the U.S. government since uh, Project Blue Book to do anything it had to do something which, DJ, you know, very familiar, these words. It's called interagency outreach. Mm -hmm. The interagency is the other agencies. You know, for example, <laughs> this is just a terrible excuse for getting caught in a lie. Okay, so Arrow didn't interview them, and somebody got an on-the-record statement saying Arrow never interviewed Anjali. So now he's back with some excuses. Well, it was somebody else that, that they took the information from. Right. Well, we can go back to Arrow and find out, John Ramirez. We can go back to Arrow, Anjali, and find out if they got anybody else interviewed you forwarding the interview to them. I think that uh, the statement that Lieutenant Tim McMillan got was pretty clear. No one from Arrow interviewed her in an official or unofficial capacity. But here comes John Ramirez with some excuses, claiming some other shadowy organization interviewed her and forwarded the information to Arrow. Bull, bull, prove it, CIA clown, prove it. Uh, you have the CIA, the DIA, the NSA, you know, the alphabet soup, the major That's my organization. Thing, alphabet soup. He's using my words. And Sophie. Well, it's not really mine. Intelligence community. They relied. I think I actually got that from an intelligence guy. He's one time he said, you know, the whole alphabet soup. And I said, what do you mean? He, and he said, CIA, DIA, NSA, NRO, this, that, the other, FBI. Um, outreach in order to get any work done. So it's the outreach 
to the task force that interviewed Anjali. And a member of that task force was cognizant of the interview taking place. All right. So we'll go back to the UAP task force arrow and ask them if they were aware or cognizant of interviews with Anjali taking place. And then what are you going to say? Are you going to have new excuses, John Ramirez? You're going to have new excuses, Anjali, for why none of this is reality. And this is some just believe our alien stories, fan fiction nonsense. It's nonsensical garbage, right? You get, you get caught spectacularly lying and making completely and totally 100% provably false claims. So you just make new claims and excuses for the statement that came out. And in fact, the interagency continued to interact with the task force. And by when the actual interview occurred, uh, Jay Stratton was no longer commander of the task force, but he kept into the email loop. So he knew what was going on. And so he should have emails from people that interviewed her, right? Well, we can check with Jay Stratton as well, Mr. Ramirez. You're digging yourself a bigger hole here. So are you, Anjali. And why did some of these people look like deer in the headlights, so right? They would not have reached out to Anjali unless something was validated. And that is the fact that she is an intelligence community officer. And how does one tell if another member is an intelligence community officer? Well, first of all, there's something called, and in the old days, it was called JPAS, JPAS. It stood for Joint Personnel, I believe stands for Joint Personnel Adjudication System. And if you're in the DOD side, your name is going to be in there as having a top secret clearance, and it will have all the compartments that you have been read into. On my end, uh, Scattered Castles on the civilian side, it's called uh, the same thing. It's called Scattered Castles, and it has the same information. As my name, this is intelligence community gobbly, gobbledygook designed to prove another lie. And all of the compartments I was read into. They would not have reached out to Anjali unless they knew that she wasn't someone off the street who's an experiencer, because there are many, many, many experiencers, as Deb would tell you. Now, there are many, many experiencers out there, and all of us probably are experiencers as well. And you notice he said they wouldn't have reached out to her and interviewed her. Well, you guys, John Ramirez and Anjali, have yet to prove that anybody interviewed her. Why don't you give us the names of the people that interviewed her? And we'll call them and verify that they interviewed her about her alien experiences. Otherwise, this is all from the land of make-believe. <coughs> but she was an experiencer who happened to be a member of the intelligence community. And that's what got their attention. And secondly, when she talks about beings, if they thought that she was somewhat disturbed because she talked about these beings, they would not have contacted her because right. they know that these beings are real. They know that there is a presence. Um, and, and see, notice how he's using her verifiable intelligence background as a prover. Oh, well, they knew that she was DIA, so they reached out to her. Statements of facts being entered into evidence without any evidence that they are statements of facts. Who interviewed her? Who? Their names, their 
office, who their supervisors are, who told them to interview her. I don't believe anybody interviewed her from the United States government. Of these other non-humans on the planet. And thank you, Dr. Gary Nolan. And then, and then, of course, he's going to thank CIA Gary Nolan because this is a CIA operative right here. And certainly he's going to push the agenda of the other CIA operatives also infiltrating the UFO community. Here he's going to push Gary Nolan's garbage. Nolan, because he said the same thing. This knowledge is known within the intelligence community. So it was the outreach people with the cognizance of the UAP task force who reached out to Anjali. And they may not identify themselves by true affiliation because they were undercover. Okay, here, now we have this whole excuse. So they were undercover shadowy government agents that nobody can name, that nobody can verify any of this. Here is the, the lie insurance. This is, in case I get caught lying again, I gotta have an out. He's giving himself an out. These people were undercover while they were interviewing her. Well, they gave her a name, right? And what does that mean? That means that your affiliation with the IC has to be protected. And what is the two agencies that can do that? Well, one is DIA because they have a defense human service. They too have human officers collecting human intelligence. So they have to be undercover. And what's the other agency that's been doing it since 1947? My guys, home office, CIA. So it was at that level of the intelligence community that reached out to Anjali because they knew she was genuine. They found her information <laughs> in the appropriate personnel databases to verify that she had the clearances that she said she had. Yeah, use her background to prove the whole alien story, right? But they're undercover. Nobody can prove or disprove it. Doesn't pass the test of falsifiability. And then... Thirdly, and most importantly, they knew that her contact experiences were real because they knew about well, that's quite a jump. experiences that others have had, even within the intelligence community. And I'll just name one person who's come out. My buddy at CIA, Jim Simivan, who stated that, oh, yes, he's he's had these contact experiences. Okay. And I'm sure um, come later this year, you'll hear more about intelligence officers with contact experiences. So I just want to let the set, set the record straight. Yes, Jay is right, but he wants to set the record straight by obfuscating everything, by muddying the waters, by covering an old lie with a new lie that cannot be proven or disproven. Awesome. No member of the UAP task force interviewed Anjali. The other three people on that task force, they didn't interview Anjali, but the outreach people did. The interagency out, outreach people did with a full cognizance of the member members of the task force. And so I agree, let, Steve. Let Long. the record stand that this is what actually happened. And so if you disbelieve me or disbelieve Anjali, <laughs> fine. I'm not here to convince you one way or the other. You can believe anything you want. You can believe what other people in the government who you think belong to the government tell you. Yeah, I'm not here to convince you as he's trying his very best to convince you. I'm not here to convince you of anything. Then why even do the appearance? Why make up this fantastical story about undercover interagency people, right? <laughs> it's fine because uh, toward the end of this year, 
as uh, science Bob McGuire stated at the Space That Radio uh, Vegas party, and as uh, <sighs> Dr. Nolan stated, you know, something is going to occur. Some event will occur. It's the disclosure we all have been waiting for, and it all will be laid out. So I just want to say that. And that's later hey, this John, year. I'd like to interject right now that the significance of people like yourself, Anjali, Jim Semivan coming out and talking about this amongst the IC community is akin to Dave Fravor coming out and and people. Yeah. Uh, and here's the UFO believer crowd. You guys are heroes while you're running a psyop on us, lying to us. All you intelligence people coming out with your alien stories are heroes. Okay. Um, in, in the aviation community saying, man, if this, you know, youngest air wing commander in the Navy, Top Gun graduate, Dave Fravor and Alex Dietrich and Chad, Chad Underwood and um, help me, uh, Ryan Graves, if they can come and talk about it, then that means I can Yeah, she's on disability, it. I That's believe. That's Good point. That's a bad kitty. I think is that your colleagues are going to have a, a – that have – been holding this inside. Uh, I, <laughs> I agree. Thank you for the comment. Um, also, I want to say uh, regarding something that Anjali said, I want to say that the fact that the phenomenon is able to have this sort of top-down view of the entire yeah, house. very reliable people. I would really appreciate that because I've lost both spare set of car keys. And <laughs> with that ability, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, at the I could see the whole house at once. Oh, there they are. And I keep them in this little Ziploc bag in case you're out in the woods and it, you know, it starts raining. You know, your car keys are still going to work. Yeah, so, he and the uh, CIA guys that said that they actually. they did, so they did. <laughs> anyway, for instance, <laughs> um, so did you do? Um, so where Linda was trying to come in and, and ask a Good question, point. To you guys, I don't know if she's going to make it in or not. But uh, would you, uh, Anjali, would you like to say something about what John said? Or would, would, <laughs> I'm selling that? my pillows. Well, yes. I would just. I would like to say, um, just to follow up on that, that one of the, the neatest parts of the interview experience with me, um, the interview she can't prove ever happened, was not only just how incredibly respectful and informed they were, uh, and curious, very curious, but they were also affirming and validating quite often, they would say things such as um, we have we have other sources who also tell us that. And then sometimes they'd raise their eyes and say, oh, yeah, we have other sources. <laughs> Good point, that. Kevin. And can't um, trust a professional writer like a retired CAA agent. Who can you that, believe that this was something that they were that they were heavily invested in? And I appreciate I appreciate their time. And um, uh, I think that we had a and have a good relationship and um yeah I, I enjoy working with others i have um i i i, I enjoy I working with yeah this is this is this is a problem you've got one two three four people there that are all listening to this and no one says anything like, isn't this a little too convenient? These people that interviewed her were undercover. Isn't it a little too convenient that you already lied about people interviewing her once you were proven a liar. And now you've got a new story to cover for the old story that you already told. And what about the tunnel that doesn't exist? And nobody brought any of this up. It is incredible. Like the cognitive dissonance that's got to be going on with folks that 
typically others would shy away from, I guess, you know, um, I am, I'm not hesitant at all in this experience that I'm having. And I, I think I've made that fairly well known publicly. Um, there have been some, you know, some developments and, and some redirections. Um, and I, I can acknowledge that. Um, I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah, there have been some developments like our show here, busting your entire original story is fake. That's a development that all these show co-hosts here should be mentioning to you. Like, excuse me, your entire original story was fake. Now, a retired CIA operative got caught lying about members of Arrow interviewing you, and now he comes on with you to tell new lies to cover for the old lies. Great. Great. Yeah, that's some developments. Your whole story is fake. Or the other experiencers from the IC to come forward and help you understand the giant why what I said yeah, that's what um, I think. Yeah. is can be both true I don't know, Sacha, to, and to no me idea. and um, I could have been physically yes. inside of another place and at the same time, the other people that I was with do not experience that. Well, you um, said they did. Now, there's more excuses. I was physically inside a place, and the other people I was with didn't experience that. Well, you said they did before. So were you lying then, or are you lying now? It's a part of the phenomena. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I can't understand it. I can explain to you what, what the beings that I'm in contact say. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I can Look, my imaginary friends... They all say that that alien mountain's real. So I'll tell you what my imaginary alien friends told me about the imaginary alien base and the imaginary alien tunnel. I'll tell you what my imaginary friends say. They say it's real. So it must be real. Come on. Are we five years old? This is garbage drivel. I can try to interpret that to the best of my ability. And always with the knowledge of a couple of things. Number one, that you know, that I became an intelligence officer is, isn't that kind of odd? And that I was, that I was working at the Pentagon, isn't that even odder? And, um, you know, and that I had this universe. contact yes, after, um, you know, doing intel work for the USMC. I keep looking at the desert as if you can see. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm literally looking West. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm trying to show you the desert. Uh, and um, right, I, I completely lost my train of thought now. If someone wants I mean, to back on I, it. Okay. I, I mean, my, my, my question for you was going to be, and I'll ask John if we can tur uh, turn it over to Nathan and get the cabbies with some initial questions for you guys. But during any of these meetings with the intelligence officials, did anybody ask you, for example, what kind of conditioner that you use? What kind of conditioner I use? Yes. Yes. Um, Oh, bald guy no. joke, real funny. Okay. That would have been my first question, Nathan. Uh, <laughs> same brand. That, hey, uh, DJ, it's the same yes. brand you and I use. Oh yeah. Could yeah. Be Steve Long, who knows? <laughs> All right, yeah. Me and me and uh, me and John are using Prell. I think I can't remember, uh, but yeah, I know, right? But uh, no, it is interesting though that that people spoke with you. Interesting. And maybe it wasn't those it. three guys that are on that staff, but obviously uh, somebody did 
speak with Anjali and they would be very interested to hear what she has to say, given the nature of her experience and also the nature of her background, the seriousness of it. Yeah, because the government always wastes time talking to alien wackadoos whose entire original story got busted as fake DJ, super genius. John, can I give it over to Nathan to get a get a question? Uh, sure. I, I just or... want to interject one thing. Yeah, um, please do. That uh, people might think, um, oh, I thought it was illegal for CIA to contact um, U.S. citizens or anybody. Um, no, uh, not if you're a member of the intelligence community. Right. You're contacting a colleague, not a U.S. citizen off the street. Yes, but so, they're forbidden from um, doing domestic operations. Because I'm sure some people are wondering. The CIA is forbidden from doing domestic operations, which may might make one wonder, is it is it not a domestic operation to infiltrate the UFO community with various members of the CIA all telling stories about aliens that are unproven, unverifiable, even being caught lying? about things to members of the UFO community, trying to manipulate members of the UFO community, would that be considered a domestic operation? I believe that it is, and it and it would be. So what's going on here? About CIA's uh, operations inside the country, it is authorized. Mm -hmm. If the person approaches CIA first, or if that other person is a member of the intelligence community. So... I just want to say that off the bat and Nathan, take it away. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Um, I'm cognizant of time and I know we've only got Leah for another uh, few minutes. Here's that word. Cognizant, cognizant, cognizant. So I'm going to pass it to her before she has to take off. Sure. Um, so I have a little bit, I think of a maybe a perfunctory question, which is just as general citizens, um, what do you see our responsibilities as being in and around this subject, particularly as it pertains to um, like government involvement? Well, I think um, the participation of citizens will be expanded. And in fact, it will be essential because mm -hmm. once the government discloses what it knows, citizens will need to be <laughs> source was Corey good. Yes. Disclosure. Yes. Because and... I think all the government's going to actually reveal at the beginning is that, yes, a lot of people believe that thing is yes. formed by non-humans. And yes, there's mm -hmm. a non-human presence on earth. Basically everything that, um, Dr. Gary Nolan stated at the uh, ISALT conference, mm -hmm. and it's 18 minutes that pretty much said it all. And uh, you'll be hearing a lot more of that uh, later this year and greater detail from many more people. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that he's basically he's foreshadowing that more CIA people are going to be coming forward with contact experiences, more CIA people are going to be crafting the narratives being discussed, argued about and bandied about the UFO community, more intelligent operatives. We don't have enough here. We need more. But mm -hmm. from there, I mean, for me, it's like, okay, they're they're here and they're visiting us. To me, that's not as exciting as who they are, why they're here. Right. And what should, how should we contact them? What is the interaction that we as humanity should have with these other beings? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's something that citizens can can come forward with. Also, um, there are citizens who've had like not so happy encounters with these beings for whatever right. reason. And so that needs to be taken seriously that they're not, there's nothing wrong with them. There's, they don't need to be treated um, in a conventional sense, in a conventional uh, 
mental health therapy. Right. Like pathologized. Right. Exactly. Right. So we, I, I'm hoping that the stigma. Just for anybody um, involved, the CIA has been caught <clears throat> in domestic operations time and time and time again. They're not supposed to operate on United States soil or you know, have operations against United States citizens, but Project Mockingbird, um, MK Ultra, and others certainly proves that they have. And that would be unconstitutional, right? There's never any consequences for the CIA, however. Um, now we've got a major presidential candidate in the form of RFK Jr.